last time on the Dungeon House. A lot happened, especially conversation-wise. Sister and Rock were awkward. Vivian, the brother of the magic guy they killed, introduced himself and offered his services to the party. And Ren disclosed a lot about her past. Will the party be able to top that much in this episode? Well, let's find out right now on the Dungeon House. Welcome to the Dungeon House. Finish your conversation with Villian, and everyone, including Lua, now has walked out of the store to Ren and. Gail finishing their conversation. Um, at this point, it's about, uh, I believe it was like really late. Oh, it was like 12.30, almost 12 30 one. one yeah. yeah, 12 30. Yeah. And um, you guys are, yeah, so it's 12 31 at night. You guys are in the center of Fatonia and like the equivalent of Times Square, New York, like a busy area. Um, what do you guys plan on doing now? What's going on? Gail, Gail. Wait, 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 wait. Ren! You'll never believe it! I, I'm gonna be an apprentice! To who, Vox? Oh, to, to Villian! He's super cool! Awesome, so we're gonna go find an inn, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think so. Great, um, I'm really tired. We should go. Okay. Oh, good, I'm, that's awesome, Vox. Thanks. Great, thanks for you. Uh, also, something that he said scared me a little bit. He said something about Behova. Um, I, I've read about them before. Wait, you've read about beholders? Wait, what's a beholder? I'm sorry, what? Um, I'm gonna have to find the story that had it in it because it's been a while since I've read it, but maybe in the morning I'll have it. I'll, I'll try and search throughout the night for it. Oh, okay, what, what, why was there a mention of a beholder? I was out here. What was going on? What? Oh, um, oh, to get time out. Just... And I want to cut this out, but you were in there for the Beholder part because you did the history check and you yeah. remember Beholders we as there. a boogeyman. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just, just kidding. Thank you. You're welcome. I've and just for data, Ren and uh, Gail decided that they don't trust Villian. So yeah, that's why they're after I, where was I? You were I in also, the you were I, shop. I yeah. literally exited. Well, yeah, you were in the shop the entire time. time. I'm just anyway. going to kind of let you So know. you were, so anyway, yeah, Beholder. Um... No, Vox, if you could find that story, that'd be great. That'd be really helpful. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that tonight. But, yeah, it's it's pretty late. Lua, why are you so quiet? Um, just a lot on my mind. That's, that's about it, Vox. Oh. Hey, Vox. Okay, yeah? Is it all right if you teach me a little bit more about being a hero on the walk to the inn? Oh, yes. I'll tell you all the things it takes to be a hero. And then we slowly get to the end. <laughs> slowly is one way uh, to describe wait. that experience as well. Yes. Can I do a perception check? Oh, yes. What are you looking for? The stars. <laughs> all right, yeah, make a perception check. I want to see what they tell me. That's the right answer. Hey. Hi. 30, 20. 
Is there anything in particular you're looking for at the stars? Well, I'm assuming there's going to be the roofs in my peripheral vision. Maybe someone in the dark could. Uh, the stars, the ah. moon, and surrounding environment. All right, that's fair. So, as you guys make your way back to the inn, Rebecca, you have you keep your eyes out pretty well, right? Um, on the walk back, you see a lot of pretty stars. Um, all sorts of the constellations that you remember from back home. But you do realize just because of light pollution and stuff like that, like even though you're on point knowing where the stars are, about half the stars, the three quarters of the stars that you'd usually see in the wild, you're not able to see. Um, you don't necessarily see anything too suspicious, though... Um, on the way back, as you're sort of like looking for the stars and like you see the roofs and stuff like that, you do, you don't know exactly what you see, but there is a moment as you're leaving the heart of Fatonia, like heading towards like the entertainment district that it looks like you see like a robed figure or something robed just sort of like quickly like dash down, like as if somebody was on a roof or something like that. Um, and those are sort of the things that you would see at night. My dear friends, the stars are so celestial. You don't understand. They are my friends. And this is an issue. I can't see all my friends. But I know they're there. I have faith. It's okay. Y'all should vibe with me. And is it all right if we vibe in our uh, in room? You can't see the stars. I'm with you, Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Rebecca, what, what's mm -hmm. that one again? It was Leo, man. Leo. Leo, little man. That, that one's one of my favorites. Yeah. Hello, man in the pond and the tail and the tail leads to another constellation and tangent. tangent. Okay, yes. <laughs> Wait, did Ari get an arm? No. Okay, I couldn't Not remember yet. if he gave her like a metal arm in like, okay. All right, so as you guys make your way to like the end district of town, um, during this like entertainment area, you guys walk by the Coliseum, you see its big gloriousness. Um, this building is about 150 feet tall, 650 feet long, and I think 300 feet wide. For those who are curious about the dimensions that I put a lot of work into putting, developing. Um, you guys walk by the Coliseum, you guys walk by the parks. Eventually you get to like near the edge of the wall where all the inns are at. Now, even though it's about one o'clock, one thirty, about this time, like because a lot of people have come to see the celebration, like these inns are still, it looks like they're still popping. Like things are going on, lights are still rambunctious. Will someone uh, just make an investigation check to see, or just, yeah, just to see what type of inn you guys find? Or is there anything in particular you're looking for? The inn, I guess. A, a inn? The cheapest inn? One, one with beds. One with open rooms. All, right, so <laughs> all right, so... If you're just looking for, like, the cheapest inn or whatever you can find, um, you stumble across an inn called um, the Rockin' Hawk. As you see... Whoa. As it's sort of a lively inn, but um, 
not as lively as some of the others, but you see like a, a big hawk on the top of it that's like has like a bard loot in it per se, because it's rocking. Uh, yeah. Reception. Yeah, check. yeah, yeah. Yes. Reception check. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's a bad thing. I got a seven, but I'm just looking to make sure with the title "Rockin' Hawk" does not mean what I think it means with my very old age. That would be a wisdom check. A wisdom? Okay. That's still a seven. <laughs> you know, a lot of places here have a lot of weird names, but doesn't Just seem to, to be sure like a bad Not in the idea. area with the prostitutes, right? Okay. No, you're not in the red district. There's not... I mean, that name, dude. Okay. <laughs> this, this place is not designed for those type of activities. Now, for, like, I'm not enjoyment of elderly because it's like the rock and uh, Yes. As you guys reach <laughs> So anyways, <Look>. um <laughs> It's in the name. <laughs> What's in the name? It's a rock and hawk, like you know a rock band and a hawk. Oh my gosh. As you guys pass the rocking hawk to the next inn, you find an inn no! called. Do you want to go to the rocking hawk or not? Yeah. It depends. Does the hawk have a mohawk? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle spends so much time just on his kidding, I'm just kidding. Just to be laughed out. At <laughs> As you guys approach one of the inns, a random event happens where a meteorite strikes the city and everyone dies. <laughs> Oh, no, we failed. Yeah. And that's the end of the dungeon. Uh, Thank you for listening in, guys. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are going to the Rock and Hawk, right? Yes, the Rock and Hawk. Alright, as you open the door to the Rock and Hawk, the downstairs is still pretty lively. Things are going on. People are drinking, you know, the usual bar and stuff going on. With that perception check of a seven, Rebecca, um, and with your guys' passive perceptions, you guys would see, like, sort of not like super rambunction rambunctious at this point but it does seem like people are excited for the events to follow tomorrow um sort of at the inn or at the like the bar per se you do see like uh, a middle-aged gentleman that's big burly muscle type of guy just sort of serving drinks as you guys watching walk into the rocket hawk all right man birdie yeah. So, are you the owner of this fine establishment? Uh, yep. How can I help you all tonight? I just want to praise you, man. Your way of design and advertising really catches the eye. Like, you beat <laughs> all your competitors. You're such a wise, dear friend. Oh, don't, don't flatter me too much. But, but it is true. My, um, my great uncle was a famous hawk racer up in the northern mountains of the car. He like spent some time around the locals there training hawks and stuff. And so I've based this fine establishment off of him. That's so adorable. I love how you honor your family. You know, our family is with us in the celestial realm. And it's just such a beautiful gift for us. You know, another beautiful gift is to vibe with our celestial friends in um, may we stay at this 
very fine establishment for the evening, my friend. Well, a lot of my rooms are full. I do have one uh, or two left. Perfect. How much? I understand. You are such a wise man, and you know how to get a deal, man. So, the best serve your customers, you want to do your best. So, what's the price for these wonderful rooms? Make a persuasion check with advantage real fast. We need rock to roll. <laughs> what? What was Thanks. it? No, it was oh. not. Really? No, no, it oh, wasn't. Oh, persuasion? No, it wasn't. It was a nine. <laughs> My bad. Okay, okay. A nine. A nine. So you see this guy, he sort of like sits back and laughs for a bit. It's like, well, it's hard to make a, a too good of a deal on a night like this. I'm trying to keep as many rooms open as the price goes up later on. But if you guys are all down with sharing one room, I could sell one room tonight for the lot of you for about 50 gold pieces. Um, ooh, I have a, I have a question. If, do you have any like stalls or anything in like, for like stables? Uh, I personally don't own any stalls. Most of the stalls where people will keep their horses are just uh, a little bit more closer to the wall, just like right up against it by the gate. You're not planning on staying the night out there, are you? I'd, I'd feel no, sort of I bad. I'm wondering. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe I do forty pieces, forty gold for each of y'all for one room, or one room for forty gold. Okay, here, here's my forty gold. And thank you so much. As he reaches out to take the gold from box, it's like here's the key. Um, just so you know, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are all here for the uh, the speech from the the Fuhrer tomorrow. Am I right? Are you yeah. right, man? Nice. Sort of a, as our patriotic show of support of that. Uh, breakfast is free tomorrow, just for all of the guests. We're having some authentic, like really nice. They're called um, boskots, um, as they're sort of this like fluffy, doughy bread that the rich, that some of the ritzy people eat. But we're serving those tomorrow, just for free. So come on down, and we'll start you up with a good, healthy, hearty breakfast. Like kind of lean over the counter and be like, what is it made of? Um, flour and water and a couple seasonings. They're like these fluffy bread things. He's going to smile and kind of relax a little bit. Oh, but I do think there's, um, butter, butter. That's the last thing, butter. <laughs> did he hand the key to Box? Uh, he did hand the key to Box. Rock is running up to the stairs. <laughs> Ren is following straight after. Ari is following as well. <laughs> Gillis looks around like, oh, I guess it's time to go, and then he starts following. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a great night. If you need anything, I'll be up all night serving up some fine, fine beverages. Nice. Rebecca goes to shake dear friend's hand. You shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. 
<laughs> Alright, as you guys all head up to your room to go to bed, I guess. Oh, I, I turn around and kind of walk back down to the, the innkeeper and I asked him, um, sir, we're, we're trying to not get stuck in, like, you know how it's going to be really busy running up and down trying to get to the Coliseum. Uh, are of you course. doing any... Could you do a wake-up call to our room at a, a specific time just to make sure we, we're not awake and can make it to the festivities? Or if that's not oh. a part... What time? Um... <clears throat> Eight hours from now. 9.30. So if we got up at 8.30? Yeah, 8.30. My wildest imagination, which is why I play this game. How long does it take to get to the Coliseum, I guess? That's the big question. Uh, What? So I heard two things going on. The Coliseum is only like a 15-minute walk where you guys are at. Yeah, like, the guy sort of looks at you for a second and he's like, you guys aren't gonna wake up before eight or nine. Yes. All right. I'll I'll make sure you guys are up. Really uh, can't miss it. We'll do. Is that not gonna be early enough? No, we're good. Are you sure? Because with all the traffic of the Fuhrer's speech. Why in our Magical world, are we worth that? <laughs> it's a big event. People traffic. It's a thing. Good. That's why I chose the answer. <laughs> like, so I have to worry about traffic. Because I can get up in the morning. It's a nightmare. I'm just kidding. If only Ralph could worry about his hygiene as much as he's worrying about his traffic. He washes Boom. his face hair religiously. What? There's like eight of them now. Ooh, uh, ooh, that's enough. You notice. <laughs> 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 how how big is this room, Kyle? All right, as you guys get to your room, um, you open the door. The room's meant for three people, as you guys all walk in. Um, there's about two beds and a little couch. Box has already claimed guys... the biggest bed. You don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Ari's laying down, not in the middle of the floor, but pretty close to it. <laughs> Rock is going to come and be like, hey, Fox, I just saw someone out in the hallway that like legit a wizard. He's already he's in his book. He's like focused on his book. Oh, Fox, look a magical stone. Fetch, fetch. He's not a dog, Rock. Yeah, Rock's gonna like kind of sit next to Fox on the bed and just like shoot, <laughs> like kind of until he's just barely on the edge, and then Rock is gonna like make his bed in the big bed. Um, <laughs> wait, how many beds are there? Did you no, guys want the ladies have the beds? What are you guys thinking? Uh, I'm small enough. I'll crawl up in a corner. And Ren does exactly that. Most Gil, of you have to Gil's like, already crawl. Wait a minute. Was that offensive? Yes, I it was. it was offensive. You need to pluck one of your hair, face hairs now. No! No! <laughs> when you say something offensive, you get punished. <laughs> Rock does it as penance, but. So now he's back down to seven. Back down to seven years. On his chinny chin chin. Kyle. Yes. Can I do a perception check? Yes. 
Aha! Ah! I don't like this dice. You can I buy am... your own. That's the problem. You keep borrowing. Hey, baby. I like that one better. Can I do that one? That's cheap. Okay. Um. It's a 15, so that's still pretty baller. But I'm looking for any clues in the room, hidden behind the bed frames or underneath the pillows or drawers or underneath the beds. I'm particularly going to make sure the window is locked and shut completely and the door is locked once everything is settled down. So Rebecca, you are like most old people that lock their doors at night, so congratulations on that. Yeah. My, my father would be proud of this attitude. I'll let him know when I see him again. <laughs> so side tangent, he locks the door every night like five times. It's crazy. But uh, as you go around the room to do all that stuff, um, as you're looking around, making sure everything's safe, the windows look pretty sturdy. Um, they actually do have locks on them, which is a pretty, pretty cool thing about it. Nothing like no clues or anything in the bed sheets. As you do look around, you do find a couple like loose change that's been left around about hey. three gold hey. pieces. Who? Hey, okay. Do I get? Um, just they my bishop and stake president are here. Um, I will be gone for a couple minutes. <laughs> okay. David. Uh, okay. Have fun. He's gonna get it all. Anyway, um, how many do I find? <laughs> you find three gold pieces. Nice. I now have four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but besides that, the room seems pretty normal with nothing, um, nothing too suspicious. Maybe the cushions are a little—they've been slept in, you know, like worn or yeah. older per se. But like nothing, oh, nothing too weird or anything like that. Um, at that point, Gail's like kind of sat himself down, like leaning against one of the walls, and he's made packs appear into his hand so he didn't have to explain why he's carrying a bird through the establishment um and as he's like looking at packs and kind of just paying him he's like oh guys i just remembered i didn't mention it earlier i, I probably should have but while we were walking around there's a couple times that i i thought i saw someone maybe following us from a distance wait and you're telling us now the, that we've set up our sleeping arrangements just I'm going to let Pax sit here and he's going to keep an eye out because he doesn't need to sleep. But I just wanted to let you all know. Yeah, you know, I saw, I think I saw someone too. I mean, he's like, a whoosh. so maybe? I think I did. Did okay. I see anything, Kyle? Uh, you didn't ask, so you didn't see. Well, I didn't see anything. <laughs> No, I, yeah. a rock would probably just be like, oh, fair enough, and then. Okay. Good to know, thanks. Uh, we'll keep a sharper eye out from now on. Do the ladies really need the bed? Because now I feel kind of like a jerk. I did. You I should. Don't bed. And then Ren goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> rock is gonna kind of move out of the way so that Lua and whoever needs to have I must steal a pillow for my tissue. He's gonna start his yoga ritual. Yep, that, 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 that's normal. In a, in a small room meant for three, Rock does yoga. You know what? He's the star of tomorrow. 
Actually, sorry. In his head, he's the star of tomorrow. <laughs> the people aren't coming to the to see the Fuhrer. No, no, no. They're coming for the Fuhrer, but they'll stay for Rob. Alright, but is everyone going to bed at this point? Yes. Box is staying up to read for four about four hours or so. I'm going to um, meditate for four hours and then probably open it. Nice. I'm gonna read my book and then I'll probably fall asleep. McKay, make a just make a uh I don't wanna <laughs> would this be an intelligence check? To see if you can find the story. Maybe, I don't know. Investigation. I was probably Vox knows his book well enough that he'd find it. Like it would take me a while because there's what a thousand and one stories in it, but yeah, I'd eventually find it. Because like I know what I'm looking for, like vaguely. That's true. So you find the story throughout the night. So you do have that. About four hours later, while everyone's dead asleep, I found it! I found it! I found it! Ari doesn't stir. Hax just stares you down. And Ren grunts and rolls over. Hax so then hops down and flies oh, over to you and then kind of cuddles up to you. What's up, dude? Uh, I found the story. What story? About the, the beholder. Oh, jeez. Yeah. By the way. Okay. What's about it? Well, it, it, it talks about this guy who who ended up dying to the beholder well, that's comforting yeah but there might be information here that we can use you're right cool so what does it say well maybe i should save it for when everyone else is is awake Actually, any special thing for us what do you mean for us Elves, i don't know i don't you know, since I am wise and all awesome and yeah, but I have not encountered beholders because I know that those are not very nice. Well, um, from what I can tell is, is it's a really massive round creature and he can turn people into stone. Jeez. And, um, there's, there's a lot more and, and maybe it's best if I, I, I wait, I, I was just so excited and. I realize that maybe now's not the best time. Ah, that makes sense. But how about, since we're still both awake, unless you want to meditate or whatever, why don't you record all the points that you'd like to share with us so we don't miss anything? Oh, well, I want, I was going to read the story with everyone. Okay. I was just, you know, analyzing the story. Okay. Analyzing the story to get the key points of what I can. And then the dude hit the whack dude, and then oh no, it didn't work. Maybe I'll yeah, I'll circle things in the book about it. All right, all okay. right. I'll go through and circle everything that I can tell about the guy, <laughs> and then I'll eventually fall asleep. I, as you guys fall asleep, eventually, around eight o'clock. I think you said eight thirty, right? Mm. I think Around we ended up getting guys. to nine or... 8.45. 45. At 8.45, you hear this at your door. Wake up! Wake up! I thought that was a scratch. I got there. it! Leave us alone! Thanks, bud! Thank you! You're such a wonderful person! <laughs> Wake up! 
Wake up! We're up. We're up, please. We're up. As it walks, as you hear the walking away sound, as um, this innkeeper has woken you all up on the time you determined. Oh, they said there was bread. Can we go get some bread? Let's get that bread. Ren sits up and just goes, whoever ordered the wake up call, I'm gonna kill you. Well, we don't want to be Gail, late for, um, for would the... like to stealth <laughs> out of the room. Make a, make a stealth check. Why would he stealth? Ooh. Uh, that's a 22. Yeah, Gail, you hear Red make that comment, and you're just like... So <laughs> just, just gone. <laughs> it's like the, the Homer Simpson meme where he like, just absorbs it. Just it. <laughs> <laughs> you just... You vanish. Nice job. But yeah, all right. Ari's getting up, strapping on her everything, putting up her hood, and she's gonna go downstairs to get food. Go get, get, taste the bread. Get that bread, yeah. Is it, what does it taste like, Kyle? Yeah. What does this uh, smell like? What do we see? Like? So come downstairs. People are celebrating. People are excited for the day's event, right? Um, there's a couple more barmaids helping out at this point, just like passing around. They're holding these two platters, one on like each hand as these barmaids are going. And you see these like little white scones just stacked on top of each other, just piled massively high. Um, at the tables, you also see that there's these bottles of like different types of like berries and jam spread out all over the place as people are just gorging themselves full of these bosquets. As, I will partake. As you <laughs> partake. Um, but yeah, let's do the question first. What inspired the name? They're biscuits. Yeah, he's just saying it differently. Biscuits. Yeah, I'm like. In, in Romanian, <laughs> we say them biscuits. 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 That's funny. No, as you take a bite of this biscuits. It is not fluffy and sort of like hard and chewy and like not necessarily like the greatest tasting thing on the planet Earth. Um, eventually, as you put like the jams and the berries on and all that stuff, they do make them taste a lot better, but they're not exactly like as great as you thought they would be from how the innkeeper <laughs> talked about them the day before. Rebecca thinks to herself, hmm, false advertising. <laughs> Gail thinks to himself, hmm, rich people food. <laughs> Ari likes them. She's never done anything different. Ari's just... Oh, 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 oh! Um, I, I found the story! Ari's going to pause in her eating and look at Box. <laughs> I, I found the story about the, about the Beholder. Let's hear it, Gail. With a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's still early. What are you doing? Let's hear it, Gail. Who am I talking to? Can I stealth again? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chase, you can't stealth in real life. Yeah, you can stealth again. I don't know where you're... Are you going to stealth out of the room now? He just stealths under the table. <laughs> I'll stealth away from my embarrassment. <laughs> that... Is impossible. That is impossible. <laughs> well, You're if I never roll really high. I really want to wait for this. 
you know. Okay, roll really high. I'm too tired to listen to the story right now, Box. Oh, but let what and we got a big day ahead. How about we save it for tonight and it can be like a bedtime story that you tell all of us. Okay. Yeah, I'll I just do gotta that. go get my suit of armor. Oh, 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 yeah. Should we should we go off right now? Yeah, we should probably get going. Let's do it. Rock, rock do you have Ari's going to grab movie? like three or four more and take them with her. Rock is just like, yeah. Okay. And he's acting really confident, which by this time you know means he's a little bit nervous. Okay, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Ren sleepily follows Ari out the door. Alright. And you guys head out the door. As you guys make your way to the Coliseum, it is. The streets are bustling. Like, you guys, like, open the door out of the Rock and Hawk, and it's just, like, craziness is going on. People are cheering. There's all these food carts that have shown up, serving all sorts of wonderful goods and treats and so forth. Um, The whole entertainment district is crazy. It's as if everyone from the whole capital has shown up today. Um, you guys sort of weave your way through the crowds of people. You smell the delicious smells. You hear the laughter of children. It's it's a very festive time. Um, do you guys know um, where you'd be meeting? Are you heading like directly towards Sister, or yes. like what's the idea? That's where Ari's going. Okay. So I'm as you guys <laughs> Nice. As you guys make your way to the Coliseum, you guys can now look at the Rule Twenty map. Alright, so as you come to the Coliseum, it is big, it is massive, tons of things going around. It takes you guys a little bit, you get, it's about 9 o'clock-ish, as you guys finally come to the location where Sister said to meet you, just outside the cathedral. As you guys reach there, you see that Sister is completely dressed in her, like, white knight armor, um, and it's, like, next to her is, like, two other white knights, as she sort of, like, waves to you all as you... Uh, come to meet her. Hi, sister! Thank you so much, sister. Oh, great, great to see that you all made it. So, so glad, so glad. How are you? Good. Doing good. I'm good. Where's that armor? Yes, yes, the armor. As she turns around, um, you see that there's armor there. <laughs> Here, here's the yeah, for you. It's, um, all right, as you turn around, you see that there's this white armor that has been prepared for you. It's a little bit bigger uh, to fit your um, bigger size. Um, you do notice, though, that like usually armor connects pretty well, but it looks like it's stretched out a little bit as um, she sort of like hands this heap of full body armor to you. She's like, here you go. Ari puts it on. Uh, in public? Oh. <laughs> I guess not. Never mind. Where where can I go to put this on? Um, you'd probably have to find a bathroom or like some sort of building and establishment that you could hide in real fast. Can I go to the cathedral? <clears throat> the cathedral's like two hours away. So, oh wait, you said outside. Oh, outside. the Colosseum. The Colosseum. I you said cathedral. Yeah. Sorry, the Colosseum. Inside the Colosseum. Um, to get inside the Colosseum, you could probably find a place to change. Okay. I'm okay. just gonna do that. Oh, we actually need the front row seat. Are they tickets? Do we just give names? Yes. What is, yes. How does so, that work? we we I ran into a bit of complications actually. Um. So, remind. Correct me if I'm wrong, but who 
who is perform? You said some of you were performing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Rock and Vox. Rock and Vox. I'm, and I'm performing. Samantha. Rock is kind Rebecca. of like flexing no. his little Rebecca. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> right, you're performing, Rebecca. Yes, no. Y'all need me, or can I perform? <laughs> you can perform. Hello. So Rebecca, Rock, Vox. All right, that that's good. That's good. So I wasn't able to get front row seats, but I I was able to get tickets inside the Coliseum. I have I have four of them right here, so I'm I'm glad it works out. But uh, two of them are by each other, and the other two are by each other, but they're on separate sides of the Coliseum. Will that be okay? Um, yes. I guess. That we're that's fine, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm super super sorry about the inconvenience. It, it just didn't work okay. out as I thought it would. But um, here are the tickets. As she hands you guys four tickets, do you just say little stubs of paper with like the seal of uh, the empire on it? Um, I really, I really hope that um, you guys enjoy um. The viewers talk. I I'm personally excited to to hear about the resurrection of the phoenix. Are you? Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like it's going to be very interesting. Packed full of information. Yes. Um. I guess that's all I can really. That's all I really have for you guys. Is there anything anything else I can do for you? Brock is going to kind of like do this. Um, <laughs> please describe uh, what you're doing. She's kind of ditzy. <laughs> being a little flirty. <laughs> uh, uh, sis- sister's gonna look at me. Little shimmy and smolder. Little shimmy and smolder. Make a charisma check. Woo! Like... Right up my alley. Let go of my beacon. Let go. Dang it. Wait, just straight charisma? Yeah, just straight charisma. Nine. Sister sort of like looks at you, Rock, and she sort of just like sits there as her eyes like roll high into her skull. Oh, come on, I thought they made up. <laughs> Ari's going to chuckle a little bit. Um, well, we're grateful for all that you've done for us, sister. Maybe we'll be able to talk afterwards about the, the job that you have for us then. Uh, of course, we'll let you get course. back to what you're you're up to. Yes, I I need to get back to that. Um, if you wish to talk to me after, I know that I'll be helping with leading the Fuhrer back to his estate. So probably either late tonight, I'll be at the cathedral, or tomorrow. Oh, oh sister, can I can I talk to you in private? Uh, it has to be quick. I have to get back. Oh, it'll be really quick. I have two things that I want to say. <laughs> I Alright, as as sister sort of walks a little bit far off from you guys with Vox, what is it, Vox? Well, two things. So, number one, um, I memorized your little map thingy that you had out last night, and um I, I remember you where you put Oh, well you you had your little map thing out last night, remember? You memorized it that fast? Yeah, and I memorized where you kept yeah. all the soldiers. And 
there's two places that it looks like you're maybe lacking in soldiers. Really? What? Where would those places be? Well, um, behind the stage, I think. And then there's a weird... On the map, you have like a, a weird different colored square. And there's nothing there. And I didn't know why. Oh. Are you talking about the pit? Um, yeah, I, I guess. I, I'm, ass I'm assuming that. So, that right there, um, Vox is, um, part of the Colosseum that helps, like, transport things to the basement and upstairs. Currently, it's gonna be, like, unearthed a little bit. Um, there's reasons for that that I probably shouldn't disclose to you, Vox. But, um, okay. I well, do, I, I do find that, that good that you notice that, yes, we don't really have a lot of troops behind the stage. We, um, oh, oh, also, also one, last night, I, I was, I was reading a lot of books and in, in, I was reading some stories and one of the stories that I came across, it, um, talked about how the villain was in his castle and there was another one where the villain of my, the story was giving a, a, a speech to all of his people. And the good guys were trying to stop the villain and trying to um, tr trying to get inside where the villain was. And so to do that, they dressed up like soldiers and pretended to be the bad guys and get in the thing. So I know that your job is really important to you. So I just want to make sure that you're you know you, you trust all your soldiers and everything. At this point, like sister, like kneels down to get like eye level with Vox. Um, and she, she sort of like puts a hand on Vox's shoulder and she's like, Vox, you are a very gifted young man. I'm impressed with your, your valor and your hero ship that you're showing right now. But I promise that the reason that we don't have as many guards as usual is because the men and women that are here to guard the Fuhrer are all members of the White Knight Corps and I would trust my life with them. And so I'm so grateful for your advice, Fox. I'll, I'll really take it, but I think we're in good hands this time around. Okay, and the last thing that I had to say was, why were you mean also, to Vox yesterday? At that point, sister sits there and it's like, I wasn't mean to Fox. I, I wasn't no, mean to Rock. Rock you, was you mean were to really me. mean to Rock. You were ignoring him. I saw it. And at also, point, I listened up. Yes, Fox. Oh well, and then you 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 just were really mean to him. And then afterwards, when you talked to him privately, I was listening at the door, and it, it seemed like you said some other things. And it's about that uh, Fox, point, Fox. Before you walk over before you walk over. At this point, uh, um, sister's like, Fox, Fox, it's okay, it's okay. We don't we don't need to go into that. But Fox, can I tell you a secret real fast? Yeah. As, really she looks to make as she looks to make sure no one's looking, uh, she comes in close to the Vox just so she um, he's in earsight of her. And she just whispers to Vox, Vox, stay away from holy people. And she just sort of leans back and smiles, and she's like, well, I'll see you later, Vox. And she stands up, like, begins heading away very abruptly. 
Gil will come over and kind of bring Vox over and like kind of motion for everyone to kind of circle around. So it, it sounds like we're going to have to kind of split up here and have a couple of us go one way, a couple of us go another way. I just want to mention before we go in there, there's a lot of us that, and I'll say this very lowly and quietly, that probably the Empire doesn't really like, whether it be our race or something else. So let's definitely make sure we don't draw unneeded attention to ourselves as I, I look at Vox and, and uh, Rock. And Rock. <laughs> so uh, make sure that you aren't doing Rock, anything. Like, kind of like so we we just need to make sure we're being on our game. Um, Ren, do you want to be with? Speaking of, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of the separating of the seats, um, I think uh, Gail, you should go with Lua, and me and Ren can. I be together. think Gail and Ari should go together because it's gonna look a lot better as to have a human holding. She's in full armor. Your she's armor is so cool! Armor. I could totally pass as a holy knight now, you what guys. Is, what does her armor look like? Skin. Like, what, is, what does it look like? You've always been a knight's it's full, full armor. You can't see so, my skin through the armor. This armor specifically is like, it's a very well done, like full plate chest. Like the chest plate up here is like fully white. Um, you got the shoulders, the section that's, the triceps blocker, shin guard, like it's a full plate armor suit. The helmet itself is just like a full classic white knight helmet with like the thing that shoots out really far, the little slits to see through it with the white ponytail sticking out the back of it. Um, what covers her up the rest of the way though is sort of the like the lining that connects the heavy metal pieces together is like really nice finely knit together like ringlets. So there's no way you can really see through the armor. Like this is this is about as nice and as fancy as you can get. Um, another thing to note with the armor, uh, there's a white cape. There's a what? A white cape. A white cape. Isn't it going to be suspicious that um, a white knight's just like sitting, chilling in the stands with the rest of us? Oh, no, there's lots of white knights around. But are they sitting in seats box? Mm, I didn't see any on her battle map. You know. Wait, what? Battle map? Oh. I, I memorized uh, Sister's map. Yesterday. That's cool. You're a freaking agent, dude. I like it. It's fantastic. I don't know. Well, I, I gotta think... go do my vocal stretches, so oh. anyone that's coming with me, come with me. Well, I should probably come with you home. Yeah. Here we go! Woo! Rebecca! Hey. It's All the right. party I'm party! I'm going with Gail instead. Okay. I guess we split up. Sorry. I, the only reason why I think it might be good for me to go with Lua is if need be, I can. I just don't want her to get caught if something bad happens. She, it's not very. I got it covered. You got it. Okay. I got it. All right, I'll go with I'll go with Ari then. A halfling that has not been tested in battle yet. <laughs> as far you as we've seen. spells I have. That's fair. Well, I, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Like, we have not seen But we fight. also, two melee characters together and two ranged spellcasters together. Yeah, but uh, you don't deal with the damage. 
Ari will not hesitate to kill somebody. That's not good for me. <laughs> oh. Okay. We've already left. Like Our group has already left. So I don't either, so. No. I don't think anyone else. Okay. Alright, I'll go with uh, Ari. Alright, All right, gang. Repeat after me. Me, 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 me. You, 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 me, 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 all right, we're gonna head out through. Bardic inspiration! Yeah. All right, so how many bardic inspirations do you have? What do you mean? I think she's got like. The number of my charisma was just four. Is that right? No, I don't know. Oh. I, I will note that I believe bardic inspiration. It, you're specifically bardic inspiration, right? Yep. Yep. Does it have a timer on it? Nope. No? It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't have a timer on it. Other words. Let's see. Once within the next ten... Oh, within the next ten minutes. Yeah, so they'd only have it for ten minutes, so it probably would be wise to do it right now. Oh, okay, so... so Rock, Rock would know that, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a rock, it's a rock, yeah. You can just wait on it. I'll just wait on it. Alright, sweet. Alright, and so we're going to start with team performance. So you guys know where Graypel's out as you guys sort of make your way to that place. Um, you see Graypel sort of sitting outside the Coliseum with some guards by him as he's sort of like looking down at the ground, just sort of not really in it right now. Repel, my main man. I don't know him, right? <coughs> I don't know him, right? Uh, you, you met Graypel at dinner. Oh, I did. Graypel, my main man. He sort of looks up. Oh, oh, it's it's great to see you. Great to see. <laughs> great to see y'all. How are you? How are you feeling with this event? Just, just emotionally drained. That's all. That's all. Sorry for for all the the stuff that's gone on, but I'm I'm glad to see that you all made it today. Don't worry, uh, I'm gonna. I'll are do you really well? Are you ready for the the performance? Mm -hmm. I stretched. <laughs> so follow. Of my life. Yes, I stretched. <laughs> so follow me. Follow me as he begins to lead you guys into the Coliseum. Uh, as you guys are walking into the Coliseum, he actually takes you to, like, what seems to be this, like, it doesn't seem to be anything, but a door shows up as you guys, like, walk into the basement of the Coliseum. Um, at this point, he's sort of talking to you guys as you're walking. So, the event today, it's, I got you guys, or you guys have the, the best performance. Um, and about when it begins, it's going to have some opening ceremonies spoken by some deities here. There will be, be some talks. Um, some other people will play some things, but within about 30 minutes of the performance, uh, you guys will perform. 
um, right before the Fuhrer himself. So you guys have the, the act before the, the main event. Um, just so you know, no pressure. No one's putting really much on you. Uh, real fast though, um, as he sort of like pulls out this uh, weird looking object and he sort of like hands it to each of you, these weird objects, these will um, exemplify your voice um, and make it so it carries throughout the rest of the Colosseum. They're, uh, they're fancy little things. I'm not things. really singing. Oh, no worries, no worries. Um, I guess do you not want one then? Who is no. who's singing? Is it just Rock? Maybe or are you singing too? We actually didn't give Rock one. Wait, uh, but, but maybe yes, I would want one. Absolutely. Can I have one? <laughs> well, I, I honestly could tell if Is sorry. it magic? Let's not give one to Vox then, okay? As he puts one in his pocket. I'm gonna give the worst performance I can. <laughs> Rock, is gonna take, Rock is gonna take the little rubber band out of his pocket and be like, look, look, here's one for you. <laughs> At this point, Grey Pell just sort of sits there and is like, I don't give it. Anyways, anyways. So, you guys will perform right before the Fuhrer. Um, do you have like a selection, a piece that you're going to perform or just anything beforehand so the, the announce, the announcer can announce it? Can we call it? Ballad of the Rising Sun. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We may call it Ballad of the Rising Touching. Truly touching. Uh, rock, you by rock. Uh, Sir Rock. The Ballad of the Phoenix by Sir Rock. Well, with the, uh, I don't, I don't wish to speak too highly of you right now, but with the, the, the amazingness of this event, this will go down in history forever. So no pressure. No pressure at all. Better roll high, Tori. <laughs> um, just so you know, because you are performing, you need to like be there and stuff. So where we're going right now is we're going sort of underneath. We're eventually gonna go to an elevator that will raise us up to the, the base floor of the Coliseum. Um, and you guys will have the front row seats as you guys will sit directly on the front row uh, where some of the other performers and speakers are at. Um, when it's your turn, they'll announce your name. You'll come up to the stage um, and you'll perform. After your performance, you'll go sit back down. Uh, the Fuhrer will then appear. I I hear that he's coming in in a dramatic fashion. But, um, and then that's all there there is to it. Um, I do remember our, our talk and I, I thought about it for a bit about you wanting to talk to the Fuhrer for your specific item. With that, I I am thankful for what you've done, and so I'll see if I can arrange something if all goes well and if they love your performance. Anything that you know that is in comfortable position for you. I know that we've put you in quite a few uncomfortable positions in a state where you should have been put in more. So for that, I, I apologize. And going forward, I hope to be more of a benefit than this. No, uh, thank you, thank you. I, I, I will tell you this: that after today and after this performance, I'm, 
I'm going on a, a much needed vacation and retreat. So I probably won't see you for a long time because of that, but I'll do the best that I can. But let us let us begin this as you finally reach this like open area as you guys step onto this platform it begins to raise as you guys are getting elevated up into the coliseum um as you how, uh, how long can you how long i'm sorry how long can you hold this guy's self uh no it's, i think it's, it's yeah i think this guy's self so am i out by out like can people see me the elevator's going up, so people can't see you yet. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Um, while under that underground area, was it just a passage, or like, could I have made a perception check? Is there anything like throughout there? Uh, this one specifically was just a passage. Okay, that's all I want. I get. I guess. What's your What's your passive perception? Uh, seventeen. Mine sixteen. Yeah. So, with that, Rebecca and Box, you guys would have noticed that these passageways for some reason had definitely been decorated recently for this, what you'd presume this event. Like there was like posters up or like blackout curtain, you know what I mean? Just to like hide the, what is going on down there. Okay. But are you are you doing something before the elevator comes out and you guys are in the center area? Mm, not She's getting a little excited. Rock wanted to make his bogus look super fancy, but I you can do it. You still got time. I know, but then I don't. If, if it'll vanish after an hour, like Cinderella, and just kind of. So I think he'll wait until he comes on stage and like transform. Part himself. of the performance. Using yes. minor illusion. Yeah. No, you Fireworks. better believe. You better believe. Rebecca. All right. What are you doing? And um, and. Um, Just trust Do you know what you're doing? I will just make sure to not get in your own way. I tried to practice sometimes at night. Your archery? No. I don't know if the archery... Well, maybe. Should I do the archery? What I did last time. Lots of flips. Should I not do the archery? And as you guys finish this conversation, the elevator finally hits the top. As you guys look into this coliseum, like you are like in the center stage, you look up, like it's starting to fill with people. There's like a commotion going around, like as people are like preparating for a football game. You guys pop up right down here, if you guys can see on the map. Um, <clears throat> Gray Pell leads you over to a couple chairs on the front row, like the front row. As you look over down, there's people everywhere. You see guards all guards all around. You do look up on the stage and you see it sitting up there in sort of the front is Archbishop Alexander right here. And Sister is right here as well, uh, sitting on the front stage. Um, as you guys look around, Grapel sits you down at these chairs and he's like, if you need anything, I will be um, just a couple rows behind you. But best of luck. As Grapel walks off. Rock, 
Grapel looks back. Bows. I, I don't normally get nervous, but I kind of have. Well, tell me. Flash forward to, um, all right, now we're going to flip back to the other team. So Ari, Gail, Lua, and Ren, as you guys get to the Coliseum, you guys hand your tickets to sort of the ticket taker. He uh, takes it from you guys. No. Because I didn't make any programs. So, uh, what's your all seat number? Does it say on our ticket what our seat number is? Yeah. Um, so, Gail and Ari, your seat numbers are in the northern, in the northern top row two, section B, seat thirty-three and thirty-four. So right up here. Mm -hmm. And then for um, Lua and Ren, you guys are in the east section, uh, section B, row uh, row 16, seats 40 and 42, or 40 and 41, or this section right here. And that's where your tickets are at. All right, well... Let's just keep an eye out to see if there's anything coming through. As you guys walk, like there's a lot of people funneling through these tunnels. As you guys finally reach your way through the end of the tunnel, the light opens as you guys merge into this magnificently large coliseum. Super big, lots of people yelling going on. As you guys look around, there's people bustling. There's a couple people with more food carts serving food, handing out popcorn, things like that, as people are getting ready for this performance to take place in a couple minutes. You guys have immersed into the Coliseum? Um, sorry to put on the armor yet? Yeah, I don't. You have your armor on. Okay. Um, what time is it? What does that do to my stats? I should um, it is about 9 15, about 15 minutes till it begins. Okay. Yo. Or, sorry, 10 10 15. 10 15. So, I, um,. I'm going to go buy some of the merch just so I can blend in more. Um, if, 
any of you want to come with me, you can bet. I do have more money now. I just want the shirt, okay? Please don't judge me. I saw the fear. I, I heart, was there. I heart Phoenix. Uh, is anyone going with Gail to buy merch? Uh, Gail's my partner that I'm going to sit with, so I'm following him. Ari's following him. So. Where's the merch cart? <laughs> so, right, it's actually nearby, about 100 feet down that way. You guys find a merch cart. You see a person there selling shirts that say, I heart the Phoenix, and little, like, medieval hats that say, are you flaming? I'm flaming. Like, just, like, just garbage like that. And she's like, are you flaming? Or no, are you a Phoenix? Or are you just hot? You know, stuff like that, right? As he's, like, waving shirts in the air, he's like, five silver pieces five silver pieces like just shouting like getting as many transactions as possible i will, i will go for the full get up of like super fans so i can i can kind of blend in not like the full full crazy super fan but like the, the like average like got hat and shirt I'm like yeah I'm, I'm i'm blending in here all right that will be five five silver pieces for the shirt three gold for the hat uh here i'll give Four gold, and I'll oh, buy that's... an extra shirt. Here, no, you don't need an extra shirt. Here, have these flags as he starts handing you flags with like the Phoenix crest on them and stuff. He's like, yeah, I was like thanks, <laughs> and then he just kind of walks away. Nice, as Gail has now become a true fan of the Empire. I'm going to Gail, make a history. Into my Gail, make a history check. Yeah. Eight. You know, since you've been at the Empire, this is probably the first time you've actually seen, like, the logo of the Empire or the flag of the Empire. It's third... As you look at it, just for a split second, because it's not—it's not like a super common thing, honestly. But as you look at the crest, it sort of stirs something in your heart for a split second, but then goes away. Good or bad? It just stirs. Yeah. Nice. All right, do you guys want to do anything else at the Coliseum or just come go to your seats and get ready for the presentation? Ren uh, taps Gail's hand and goes, hey, can I have a prize? Um, sure. Thanks. And she takes it and she smiles real big. She goes, uh -huh. <laughs> Very proud of her. Nice. But after that, she's down to go to her seat. Come on, Lua, let's, let's go find wherever this east thing is. I don't know directions. Let's go. David, you're muted. Muted. All right, yeah, let's get to it. Ren and Lua, go find their seats. When, uh... <laughs> when, um, Ari and 
you all sit down, I'll say, you know, I think our seats are better than theirs. We have a little bit more, like, maybe farther away, but, like, it's, it's more straight on. Yeah, you guys definitely have better seats. I didn't say that out loud. So, um, just so you know, right now, Gail does not have Pax summoned. He's just, like, he's unsummoned right now. Um, I would like to do a perception check just throughout, like, that I can just keep throughout the points just to see anything weird, anything that doesn't seem like it's really in the normal. Okay, make the perception check, and I'll just carry that throughout the whole performance then. <laughs> that is an 18. Ari will do the same. Okay. Every, everyone that wants to make a check, make a check. Besides besides the performers, you, just, you guys are going to be performing. Uh, what's the 24. Woo! We were saying perception, correct? Yes. I got an 11. An Ari? 15. Oh my gosh. Well, Ren will see everything. Gail will see most things. Ari will see a, a decent amount. And Lua will see an average amount. Okay. So, as you guys sit down, the performance begins. Eventually, the count... The the crowd goes quiet as this nicely dressed man takes the center stage. He sort of like lifts both of his hands up into the air and he says, Welcome! Welcome all! Today we shall hear our Fuhrer speak to us. But before we get to that, we have some nice festivities and presentations performed. I would like to welcome everyone to the first ever dedication of the resurrection of the Phoenix. Boom, and like the crowd just, yeah! yeah. Waving the flags around too. (laughs) The crowd is crazy. Guys, sit here. So before we get to hear our beloved Fuhrer speak to us and to the empire, we're gonna have three uh, performances before. The first, is we will hear the blessed anthem sung by one of our beloved white knights. She is had a beautiful voice that the Archbishop Alexander even claims can break the most hardest of hearts and souls to the blessing of the Phoenix. Following her singing, we were gonna hear some opening remarks and some discussions from one that has suffered recently due to the terrorist attacks of the Resurrector, but has stayed strong. We're going to listen to the remarks from the late Hiro Akurus's wife as she speaks about the strength of the Empire, the strength that she's found in its people, and how we will not back down and be bullied and pushed by these lunatic, rebellious people. <sighs> Does the Arthur clench his fist <laughs> Following this, we will then hear a performance from one of the talent that has been found here in the Empire, our our famous Grape Hell, who has found much musical talent and performed, has said he has found a select group to wow us today. They will perform a song known as The Ballad of the Phoenix, written and performed by Sir Rock. But let us begin the festivities with... The singing of our anthem. And then this the crowd begins cheering. Well, yeah. 
the flags. Keep going. <laughs> Yale's, Yale's trying to play the part as best as he can. He's trying to disguise himself in this crowd. Yale's like, got crazy. Yeah, a little bit. Sitting next to a person in full plate armor. Yeah, <laughs> nice. like, it makes it really easy to see you guys in the crowd. Nice. I'm blinded in. So, <laughs> the first, the first thing goes up as you see sister rise from the stage, go to the center stage, and she sings the anthem of the empire. Uh, those that are listening and those that know music well knows that this is a really good performance. Um, oh, go her ahead, voice Matt. hits the notes yeah, really well. I'm not singing because <laughs> I cannot sing. Are you going to roll for her? No, you're always making me do stuff. How, how Let's see her roll this? for it. Make sure she doesn't mess up. Okay, I'll take that. It's an 18, so not bad, not bad. Uh, so Rock in the front row didn't like freak her out or anything? No, she's not looking at Rock at all. But she just sings the anthem just absolutely beautifully. On the third voice, on the third verse, everyone joins in, like, as the stadium just erupts in music and praise of the Empire. After that... I don't know the song. I, I haven't written the song either, so it's okay. Let, let the great phoenix burn. Something like yeah! that. <laughs> After that, um, Mrs. Kouris stands up and begins to speak. Um, her talk is sort of long-winded, um, but she begins talking about her late husband, Hero, the accomplishments that he'd done, how the empire had stayed strong, and just gives the good old political mumbo jumbo speech about how great the empire is and all the greatness that comes from it as they fight the resurrectors. Uh, during this time, she does IU rock because um, you are on the front row. Um, make an rock insight check. Make an insight check. Yes. I just rolled a 19. My insight is probably zero, and yes, it is zero, so 19, but that's really high. That is. So, during her speech specifically, um, she, mention, she mentions the story of her son, Akel, and how her son, Akel, had been accused of murder, and how he's still one of the number one suspects, and she's sort of like voices how much she misses him and loves him. At that point, she looks at you, Rock, and you just get this deep feeling that, like, her love for Akel is just complete and utter bull. Me? Like, just, like, garbage. Aww. Like, just garbage. The end of her talk is she... No. But Akel is a bird. Look, we're not going into like the birds and the bees on how Aikorkers are the birds and the people. After she speaks, she sits down. Stop. And everyone looks. And like Grey Pell sort of like looks at you guys on the front row as it is now time for you guys to perform. Before we get up, as he looks, I'm going to touch. So, and cast guidance. Ah, guidance. Okay, I don't know what it is. It lasts for a minute, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could do it to that. And you can do it 
Then Brock is going to strum and cast the Bardic Inspiration upon. So okay. you and me uh, add to any roll that we want. Um, and you and me, can you give yourself guidance? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty give sure. Yourself. You're just like. Boop, boop, boop. Or, oh wait, no, it's concentration, so you can only give it up to one person Ooh. at a time. But I mean, as long as you're, we're all performing, and I'll be moving around. So you can just... Yeah. Anyway, so concentration up to one minute for guidance. Bardic inspiration is up to ten minutes, and we get a D four for guidance and a D eight for bardic inspiration. Friends, she's right. really loudly for her friends going up on stage. Gail gets a little bit nervous, but still tries to play Gail's the part. <laughs> because of Ren's cheering. You guys will get a plus four to any check that you want to make. Hallelujah. Plus, plus four? four? Yeah. Yeah. An extra four. Okay. All right. But you guys stand up. You get to the stage. And what happens? Oh, uh, Rock is going to stand up on the stage. And then he's going to cast his hand down like this, and as he does, he clothes himself using disguise self. He, um, he will have the appearance of soft red glowy robes that catch the lights and just give him the appearance of the coolest guy ever. He changes himself to look like the coolest guy. And as Rock does that, I'm gonna cast um, Druidcraft. Druidcraft. If that's how you say it. Uh, what's the weather looking like? It is a sunny day right now. Okay, so I will create fiery sun. Auras? Aura! I'm like, I got you. Aura! And with, um, I'm pretty sure I can do that because it's an orb. Fox is definitely awkwardly kind of standing on the edge of the stage on the far end, just kind of like waiting. Flowers and aura of flaming, like gentle, like not gonna be like fire, like aura. And fire flowers, like how about the um, nation's flower? I like that. I like that. As you have burning flowers that resemble the phoenix's burning love or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Kyle, that created the religion. Or yeah, whatever. flowers, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As you guys, as you shoot those flowers out, there are people in the front row and throughout the stadium like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and as Rock, like, Reveals his costume to everyone. Everyone's like, whoa, like, let's get ready. Brothers and sisters of the nation of fire, I give you the ballad of the phoenix. Can I get an amen? Not yet. Amen! amen. amen. <laughs> <laughs>
Um. Do I just start or? Yep. Oh, I hope we don't know this. Nice turn, Ruby. Oh shucks. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is sitting there awkwardly waiting for Rock to begin, just like. That's actually pretty. And then, Vox, what were you doing this doing during during this whole time? So, so during yeah, I was moving myself. So during the beginning section of the song, when it's kind of quiet, I'm doing more like interpretive dance, kind of softer, right? What would that look like? Uh, I can't do it. No, the audience won't it. see. The audience won't. So Kyle, what you did so that we can. It's okay. We will. Oh. Oh my gosh. I I can't do the flips. Vox can do the flips. Anyway, so nice, like, interpretive dancing during the first section, right? Uh -huh. And then um, once the first chorus hits, uh, I'm going to get on one end of the stage and, like, do a nice little kind of, like, a little tumble, little flip, and then misty step to the other side of the stage. 
And then I'll continue kind of with the increased acrobatics throughout the entire thing. And then for the final, like near the end of the like very end, like when it's the big finale, uh, I'm gonna do a run and do the what's it called a back handspring. When mm -hmm. they do a run and they do like a uh, like hit the ground and flip and twist. Um, and that's a back. Back full. I'm doing a back full, and when my hands hit the ground, I'm gonna misty step 30 feet up in the air, and do tr do spins and flips coming down, and then roll into the landing. Back handspring layout. Back handspring triple fall. That's not even possible. Um, nice. Double fall into back handspring split. Language. Yeah. Whiff the splits. All right. So with this performance going on now for the. Oh yes, Rebecca. Okay. Oh yeah. Rebecca, in addition to her vibe dancing, that is so hypnotic. Hypnotic. Hypnotic, as Chase shudders. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, I accompany like as I was doing while for the singing, like background singing, just slightly, and yeah, continue to cast and dance around while Vox is flipping, but very observant that I don't run into him. <laughs> nice. I like that. All right, so with that, with the rolls, um, Vox, I need you to make two acrobatics rolls. Um, Rebecca, I need you to make two performance checks and an, also an acrobatics check. And then, Rock, I need you to make th three performance checks and a persuasion. And a persuasion check. Um, can um, I assume that throughout that entire thing, uh, Rebecca would have been casting guidance on us and, and touching us? Yeah, Wait, so you guys... Yeah, three performance, one persuasion, and then you guys can use your bardic inspiration and all those things to get the best roll possible. The spiky one. The spiky one, if you want to add. You also have the plus it's four that free. Kyle gave us. I do want to add that, right? A D8. Yeah. 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 Wait, what? Okay, so for the first performance, we have a 13. No. Oh, no. It's automatically plus 10. Yeah, so and then plus four plus above that seven. as well. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Performance plus 10. So that's 11, that's 21, 22, 22, 23. Plus four again. Do we get the plus four for everything or just one, Kyle? Just one. Just one. Oh, sorry. Okay. My bad. Okay, so I have a 23. Okay, 23. Uh, 27. Okay. 25. And okay. then for the persuasion, I have... Remember, you have a D8 that you can have to end with those. 22, 27. And can't you add oh. guidance to all those as well? Yes. So roll that one and just add those to... 29, 30, 31 for the persuasion. Okay. And for the other... I thought you had you did three rolls, so you yeah. should roll that one one more time and just add it to something. Plus two. I'll add two to one of the performances. Nice job. Of my song. Okay. All right. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, Vox. 
Nat 20. Woo! Uh, so 30. Uh, can I use that one as my finale one? <laughs> yep. Uh, should I roll these and add? Well, I add a, I'll add a D4. Plus 4, so that's 34. Uh, I'll make that 38. I'll add the plus 4 on that one as well. Okay. Uh, so that's 19. Uh, 20, 21, 22. 27. Okay. I think you're up. Mine was only two. Okay, what am I doing? Okay, you're reminding me again. So, two performance and one acrobatics. Great. Right. Yeah. You guys roll really well. It rolled off my hand. That is... One, and you can add a D4. And she has a D8. And, and, one, the and a plus four. four. So we're at... So you have a plus five. That's everything. Right now. 18 for the first one. Oh, yeah. No, not 25, because I had the plus 4 twice. So, 21. 21, and now acrobatics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 you can add those. That's 24. That's 24. 24. Really Alright. Can we know so, that? During the performance, there was a couple mistakes. Negative 7. I didn't make any mistakes. Rock made mistakes. No, I didn't! I didn't Minus my 1. Singing. My singing um, was not was not what rock sounded much better than what the performance I gave. I was laughing during I have a question. Yes. What is your definition of mistake? Is it performance mistake or audience observing? Um, so the mistakes that the mistakes that were counted, or not mistakes, but necessarily like grayish areas, is when Rock introduced everybody, he said nation of fire instead of empire. Um not like the biggest ordeal, but it's sort of a big ordeal. Sort of ordeal. It was artistic. It, it is. It is. Um, another one was just one of the phrases in the song. I just I made a mark because I'm like, you know, that's a little not accurate. But what was it? But but that's okay. I don't remember it? exactly. I don't. I don't remember I exactly. I'm remember sorry. Exactly. But I did make. And then the last one was. You guys just rolled too good. I felt bad for myself. <laughs> but overall, um, as you guys sit there and you finish this song, great performance, great everything. The crowd is just silent. And it just like stays silent for like a couple seconds. 
as if like no one really knows what to do. And then all of a sudden, just <laughs> everyone's standing up, like just like <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. I'm so excited. Like the crowd goes crazy. Like people are crying around you guys. Like this was like you guys passed the check of 200. Like you guys just you did a good fetching job. Like it is going. I then switched it to 200 and then you guys passed that. So I'm like, you know what? What the crap? Like they, they win. So uh, as, as we're all cheering, I'm going to turn to uh, Ari and I'm going to be, wow, they are actually pretty dang good. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard Rock sting before. Don't ever tell him I said that. He's pretty good. <laughs> like, and it's just going crazy at the time. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, there are people like on the front row, like crying. Like, this is this is crazy going on. Rock is like reaching forward to those that are crying with his hands and like looking really, really like I'm feeling your pain and your <laughs> happiness and your joy with you. Rock's yeah. kind of awkward again on the side. No. no, Rock is playing the part of the humble diva. <laughs> Yes, and there and are people some just of his, some of his um his minor illusion send like little tiny phoenix glow little phoenix sparks from his hands into the audience. Oh, that just ignites the crowd again, and it's just like encore, like like. It's amazing. It, it gets to the point that eventually Sister stands up from her desk to try and like push you guys off the stage because like the Fuhrer's got to speak eventually, but people don't want to see you go. Like you guys are killing it. Um, sister it. does try to like kind of like turn to Sister and be like, like eyes, like did you like it? <laughs> sister sort of just like looks at Rock and then like begrudgingly is just like Rock. Good job. He's gonna be very happy. Why begrudging? Kind of. Are you gonna compliment sister or no? Oh, no? Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 compliment me and only me. Sister, you did a really good job. And Rock. Oh, thanks, Fox. Sister, I didn't. I have no idea that you did so beautifully. Oh, it's um. Yes, yes. But we can talk about that later. Maybe over dinner, Rock? As she sort of smiles. What do I do? What do you guys do? What do you guys do? You yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. She sort of like gives like a weird blush smile back like she looks away. And she's like, all right, all right. As she's like pushes you guys, pushes you guys off the stage. And she, she looks at Vox. She just sort of like looks away and just like, it's a weird. It's weird. She doesn't know what to do. It's, weird. it's, it's so weird. weird. It's so, weird. It's weird. Y'all get secondhand embarrassment once we're all stealth check. Stealth roll for like um swagger. I mean, I guess that's charisma. Never mind. It's, it's like, like an ocean vibes. Like you could walk away, like you know, in Wales, where both men walk away. Mess with the balls. Don't mess with. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, wait, what? Oh yeah, you did. Know. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Sir Rock. Yeah, Fox 
Awesome. Eventually, they kick you guys off the stage. You sit down. The crowd is still going wild. Suddenly, though, there seems to be like this feeling that goes over the whole stadium like this, like everyone begins to get quiet as like this eeriness settles in. And you guys watch as like a magnificent flame shoots out out of the, the stage. And as it dissipates, you guys watch as what seems to be the Fuhrer takes his place on the stage. As you, because I don't believe anybody has actually seen the Fuhrer before. Nice. As the Fuhrer, let me grab his token real fast. Actually, we'll just, we'll just switch maps when it comes to that. But the Fuhrer takes the stage and he's like, whoa, that was an amazing performance. That was good. Everyone cheer again for Sir Rock and the Ballad of the Phoenix. It's like the crowd erupts again, right? What, what does the nice. Fuhrer look like? This Fuhrer, as you guys look up at the Fuhrer, this is an older looking man, right? He has like wispy, like, you know, when like you're old, but you still have like brownish beard, but it's going gray, right? He's got like this brownish gray beard going on, long brown gray hair. This is, this looks like a man who was once really strong, but now he's got like an old body strong, like when old does, people are still strong. Does he have an eye yes. patch? He does not have an eye patch. I just couldn't find a better token. <laughs> Don't judge the token, okay? The what? What? We can't even see the token. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. No, he does not have an eye patch. Just double checking. No. What is the token? No, you'll see in a sec. Anyways, he's got like his long hair. Like this is just a man that exclude excruciating confidence, right? This is power right here, right? He sits there in these glorious robes decorated with all sorts of jewelry and adornments, resemblance of the phoenix on a right. Eventually, as the crowd quiets down, as he lifts his hands, he's like, oh, well, it's not every day that we get to hear such a treat. And especially on a day such as this, the, the day of the announcement, the day of the declaration, of the resurrection of the phoenix my beloved citizens of the empire it is truly my pleasure as your fuhrer to speak to everyone today it brings me much joy to have this be our celebration as many of you as you know and as we are all gathered here i have announced that our beloved phoenix our god will be resurrected he like whips his hand and starts cheering again, right? Yeah. Red, as this is going on, because you rolled really high in your perception, you notice that there seems to be a man who is standing with the guards um, over in this section of the map. Wait, sorry. Here. Hold on. One more time. There was a, it seems that there was a man that was almost blending in with the guards right there, uh, has stepped forward a little bit, just ever so slightly. The Fuhrer then continues his speech. I am so grateful that we are the people that will see this great resurrection of the Phoenix. Let me tell you how 
we, of all the people that have lived in the Empire, have been selected to assist in this progress. 500 years ago, we all know the Empire rose from the ashes of a fallen nation. This is more accurate than not. To be uh, more transparent about the history of our Empire, in reality, 500 years ago, there existed a nation on this continent which was one full of pure evil. They were savages, pagan worshippers, and uncivilized people. Elves roamed the land. Magic of the wilds were crazy. These were an uncivilized pagan time. And our ancestors, our, the ancestors of the empire, were trodden down on and looked disgusted at. We were persecuted and so much worse. But our people were strong and diligent, our ancestors. And they prayed to find some sort of resemblance. So as these people pillaged our ancestors, murderers, murdering our kind, our people relied upon the prayers of the God, of the God of the Phoenix. After many prayers, the Phoenix spoke to them. The Phoenix then declared that they should be the reborn people that they are the chosen followers, that we, as their descendants, are the chosen people, that these elves, orcs, all manner of different kind of races and so forth upon the empire, upon our country, that they were not to be our rulers, but we were to be the rulers of this. We were to rise from the ashes. You good, bud? Sorry, it's a, it's a hard voice. <laughs> we were to rise from the ashes. Because of the amount of effort the phoenix used, it went into slumber. As the phoenix cleansed the land from most of these heathens with its fiery furnace. As the continent was covered with fire from these ashes 500 years ago, the worshippers of the phoenix, our ancestors, us today, rose from the ashes. But it was at a sad cost, this our God, who had given us so much, had then fallen into a slumber. Us as in royalty and the Fuhrers and the church and all things have always prayed that one day we could see the pure resurrection of the Phoenix, and that day has come. Recently, we have acquired this means to resurrect her. A young man holds the key to this power. He has been located, and the Empire now is able to use him. He has an ability that will allow us to acquire all the necessary parts to return the phoenix to the land. Now, I won't speak much more of these details, but I swear in the name of me as the Fuhrer that in six months' time, all the pieces will be aligned for us to resurrect the phoenix right here in this Colosseum. Citizens of the Empire, we are the chosen generation. We are the blessed people because we are the Empire. Zion, like, as he lifts his hands, you just watch as people stand up and are screaming and crowds are going crazy and stuff like that as he finishes this sort of speech. Um, Gail and Ari and Red, you would notice that throughout his speech, this individual had sort of been walking and now during this um, climax of the event, you watch as he sort of moved his way to almost like the center of the Colosseum. Can, can Ren point this out to Lua and be like, watch, like pay attention. 
Mm -hmm. As the crowd is still going crazy and as things are going, um, eventually, as the cheering sort of slows down, you hear this like single clap going off, like a slow clap that's like loudly reverberating from this man, this, this robed figure, this hidden citizen sort of sitting in the, in the center of the Colosseum. He's not necessarily robed like a disguise, but he's almost wearing like a long hat, almost peasantry type clothes, but nothing, nothing too crazy, right? Enough that no one could tell who he is, right? As his clapping gets a bit slower, you hear his voice come out and he says, well, isn't that a nice little speech? As his voice pierces deep to Rock's heart, and I believe Ari's heart, as it is the voice of the Resurrector. Ooh. I never met the Resurrector. Oh, yep, you're right. As it as it pierces Rock's heart, because Rock's the only one that has met the Resurrector, my bad. As Rock, you recognize this voice. Um, the Colosseum goes quiet, and those that are watching sort of sees the Fuhrer just like gaze out at the man in the center and like sort of stiffens up a little bit as he sort of shouts out. He's like, it is a great speech, and what are you doing here? This man sort of like sits there and replies, he's like, well, I thought I would enjoy the festivities of this day for this false preaching that you have done forth and commenced. Um, with that, the crowd begins to boo and people are like, what's going on? The whispering and so forth, right? As they, they calm down, the Fuhrer sort of sits there for a second and he's like, well, I don't know why you've appeared, but I'll let you speak before we take you into, to, into captivity. At this point, the guy takes off his hat and you see this, the, for, it is far away, but you do see the blonde hair sort of resonating there. As he sits there and says, I would like to say my part. I, citizens of the empire and the resurrector, I am the true person called to resurrect the phoenix at this like more people are like booing like boo get off the set you know what i mean has, um, has what has the crowd at the very front done are we kind of turned around have we moved at all the crowd at the front just sort of turned around everyone's looking people are like whispering what's going on sort of vibe uh the resurrector sort of continues at this point and he's like why I know that you all must be so, so happy that your beloved Fuhrer claims he can resurrect the Phoenix. That is just not the truth. What your, what your Emperor, your Fuhrer has spoken has been lies. Nothing that he claims is true. And he just does it to manipulate the masses for his own worldly gain. Because of this, it is my goal to remove the Fuhrer from his place and lead this empire into the true resurrection of the Phoenix. Like with this, as you can suppose, people are like really booing, food is being thrown onto the stage, all items of things are going on. At this point, what are you guys doing? Can I make a perception Ari check to see standing how... up and moving down towards the- uh, I, I, I would grab Ari. Piles, I guess. No? As yeah. she goes to stand up, I would grab her and just say, Let's play this out. This is not necessarily our fight. Can I roll for perception to just see like- Yeah, I wanna see how the Fuhrer is responding and how Sister is responding and Bishop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Make an insight check then, oh, both plus. of you two. Yep. 13. Okay. So with that, you're not really able to read the Fuhrer, just because the Fuhrer, you're not able to get much. You do notice that um, with a 16, you would notice that while the Resurrector is there, the Archbishop, if you remember, his hand had been sort of crippled. You can see he's sort of playing with his crippled hand a little bit. As if something's on edge. Sister looks vividly like she is like strict she has her hand on her sword like she is ready for anything right um lua ren and rebecca anything you guys are doing at this exact moment um david's still on mute no no i don't i don't think there's anything that as of right now yeah i think ren's gonna play it by ear a little bit um, I want to do a perception check on the soldiers nearby him. Okay. Make a perception check. Well, that's good, yeah. There we go. I'll make uh, one, two. Seventeen. Okay, so as you look at the soldiers, Rebecca, and Lou is making her check, these soldiers are, like, rigid. They are grabbing their weapons. They are scared. Like, there is... The crowd is booing as if nothing's the matter, but the people in the military and of the white knights, like there is like tension in their ear air. They are like crap's about to go down, right? And Lua, what was your perception check? What so you- I'm what I'm specifically looking for is I'm specifically looking for people who might be a little bit calmer. Um Ooh. who might seem a little bit more of like it's expected, kind of like this was expected. And what was your role? A 19. So, as you're looking around, Lua, I'll give you that with I'll give you this with a 19. I'll be nice. As you're looking around, you do notice that, um, oddly enough, you're looking for calm people, right? But you do notice that up here, a little bit on sort of the top of the Coliseum wall you see that there's a robed figure sort of hiding up there. Where? This general okay. area. Where, Kyle? Uh, in this general area, top right. On top of the wall. Sort of like hiding up oh. there. I see, I see. Could have been someone just watching, but you do notice that. With that, the resurrector continues. He's like, well, I can see that you all don't like, I can see that you all don't like me here, which is understandable. But I ask you, those outside the capital, those that are in the villages and the towns, those that are elves, orcs, and other manner of creatures, why do you oppress them? Why do you hurt them? Why do you think you are better than them? The world was not a terrible place before the empire rose. The world was a great place where people were free. People could do what they want. I hate to break it to you, but the Empire is truly the evil ones. And today, I wish to prove it and to prove the power of the building resistance. At this point, you watch as like the Fuhrer himself sort of like takes a step back and like all the guards sort of like lean in as if something's going to happen. Um, For those close enough, you watch as like the resurrector sort of puts his hand together and like he begins like waving this in a circle 
as like this black magic circle begins to appear in front of his hand. He begins like rotating it back and forth and back and forth as it begins to grow and grow around him. At this point, like no one's really saying anything as the crowd's dying down as this begins waving back and forth and back and forth. He's muttering something for those close enough to see his mouth moving. And then suddenly he sits there and stops, lifts his hands together and like pulls something. At that point, sort of this darkness erupts around him with like a blinding light of sorts with like fiery vestiges going out. It's in all manner of craziness. And with that, as the fire begins to grow and grow, you guys watch as what emerges from this fire is a nasty looking creature with two vicious wings huge in nature erupting from the fiery abyss that just showed up holding a whip in one hand and a sword in the other hand as it screams and roars across the coliseum at this point other fiery furnaces appear throughout the Colosseum as these gorilla-ass characters begin marching and appearing out of the Colosseum and roaring and screaming. At this point, we're going to call it for this session. What the? There's no way that we can survive that. I'm just saying that he's like trying to prove his point by killing everybody. Just saying. <laughs> the Empire's terrible. <laughs> Let me kill you all instead. <laughs> Yep, but that's all we got for it tonight. Thank you guys so much for attending and playing. I hope next session will go well and not everyone will die. Oh, man. Yeah, hopefully I can participate entirely <laughs> next time. That's true. That is true. Awesome. But dungeon. 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 Yeah. Ooh, that was dungeon. a nice speech, man. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Well, they topped it. An amazing performance in the center of Fatonia, and the Resurrector showing up is crazy. Summoning a Balrog is not a small feat. It'll be crazy to see what the Resurrector has in store for this world. What truly are his plans? But most importantly, will the party be able to survive this massive army? I really don't know what's going on. So find out with me next time what's going to happen on the Dungeon House. <laughs>